0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, here's the thing. Dicks don't always work the way we want them to. That may be because we're nervous or in our heads or, you you know, you're not a teenager anymore and the sight of half a nipple doesn't make you immediately jizz your pants the way it used to. That's not a bad thing. And it's okay to seek a little enhancement. Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Now, does it work? Do you think you might need it? Are you nervous about how it might feel? Totally fair. I say consult with a medical professional, try it in moderation or on occasion for a little while, and see if it's something you might just want to have around on occasion. I think you're going to love it. And it might be the case that even just having it on hand gives you that extra little boost of confidence you need. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code GOP at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code GOP to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Hi listeners, shameless plug in case you didn't already know, we have a Patreon. Mini episodes, behind the scenes content, thirst traps, even a chance to suggest clips for us to review. You can find us at patreon.com/girls on porn.
1: Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank.
0: And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a throbbing segment for you today.
1: 69 Seconds of Sex News. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. A driver in Detroit was killed in a car accident after he
0: was masturbating while driving. The pantsless man was allegedly watching porn on his cell phone while driving down the freeway when he lost control of the car and was ejected from the vehicle through the sunroof. Since he was found without pants, authorities suspect that he also wasn't wearing a seatbelt. If texting can wait, jerking off can definitely wait until you get home.
1: Not sure how we missed this one, but in October 2021, the Prime Minister of Cyprus resigned after a video leaked of him masturbating. The married father of two is seen in a FaceTime having a wank while a woman strips for him. He initially denied that the video was real and that a local mafia leader was trying to get him out of office. But eventually, the Prime Minister decided to step down from his position and retire from politics altogether. We can also file this under, was not worth it. (laughs) There is a rare flesh-eating
0: STI on the rise. Donovanosis can be transmitted by skin-to-skin contact, and if you catch it, it can cause genitals to decay unless it is treated quickly. Now, before you stop having sex forever, the condition is extremely rare and can be prevented by a condom. In England, there were 114 cases between 2016 and 2020, in contrast with over 1 million cases of gonorrhea over that same amount of time. But one case of Donovanosis is one too many, safety first. And apologies in
1: advance for the nightmares. A Congolese man recently married triplets all on the same day. The polygamist started dating one of the three women, and when she introduced him to her sisters, the other two also became interested in dating him as well. He said the triplets each proposed to him simultaneously. While the groom's family isn't happy with the arrangement, the brides are allegedly thrilled. One of the three was quoted as saying, Today we are very happy, as you can see, because our dreams came true without being separated by husbands. But God heard our prayers. My sister wouldn't even share a candy bar with me. Uh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, today. Yeah,
0: fun episode today. Very fun episode. Much support from our friends and followers. <laughs> yeah. Big deal stuff. Uh, TV sex scenes, y'all. Weirdly, not talking about porn. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, it is important that we make this distinction yeah. as we did when we did mm-hmm. an episode on movie sex scenes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this is technically not porn because porn, not I porn, think. Yeah. Requires a full sex act Mm -hmm. that someone is consenting to and being paid for, whereas this is a simulated, simulated sex. 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 We're talking chastity, Uh modesty,
1: weird things around actors' genitalia. Uh Uh We're talking fake pubic hair. Yes, Yes. exactly. (laughs) Yes, and we did this before, right, with movies, but now we're doing specifically TV sex scenes because there's a Mm -hmm. lot of really good sex scenes on TV.
0: My God, there are so many, um, and we're excited to talk about them.
1: Yeah, um, but before we get into the specifics uh, of the of the vids, <laughs> I'm so used to saying that the specific scenes um, mm-hmm. or TV shows. Should we talk a little bit about the the, the history of sex on TV? I think we shall. Okay. It's actually kind of we can't really find like when <laughs> sex debuted <laughs> on the small screen. Um, I did. I mean, I oh, found some information about it. Oh, really? Uh, like when the first like it like?
0: Yes. Yeah, so it's it's sort of. Um, well, I, oh, that's a good point. Actually, I'm thinking of the first orgasm, not necessarily sex, because mm. I found an article where Tony Collette. oh yes, talks about wanderlust, and which we like, watched
1: that show together.
0: Yes. Yeah, we did. We oh, did. back on, in the day. I know, in the apartment, yeah. Um, Loved that she talks show. about actually specifically being the first orgasm to appear on the BBC, uh, mm-hmm. which isn't even true. because yeah. Bo- bold
1: statement tone.
0: <laughs> Glam down, gal. I mean, certainly. I mean, I'm glad it was a bold statement because my goodness, right. BBC, like, catch up a little. But apparently Lady Chatterley's lover on the BBC mm-hmm. in 1991. Right. Um, Earlier than I thought. Was uh, Had some very titular and graphic sex scenes mm-hmm. where presumably a female orgasm was depicted. Mm. Um, but I also have a whole timeline of, like, TV censorship that kind of gives us a sense of, like, when we slowly started to sneak things in. Yes, yes. And has, like, sort of benchmarks of, like, this TV mm-hmm. show got in a lot of trouble for, like, right. pushing the envelope, yeah. you know? Does that makes so, sense.
1: I, let's talk a little bit about like why like censorship on TV is so strict. Okay. Like, um, I mean, it all. I mean, it to come back comes back to capitalism. You know.
0: Oh, like, does it? Did, yeah. Me bringing it up this time be,
1: because <laughs> because uh, you know the reason that TV is successful, right? But I mean, it's it it requires advertisers. You know. Ah uh, yes. And people have to they it has to appeal to the mass massive, you know, the the mass <laughs> what masses. Am I to say? <laughs> it has to appeal to the masses. Yes. Um and back in the day they only considered the masses to be white middle class middle America.
0: Yeah, I mean it was about making money and it's still power that you see leveraged mm-hmm. constantly like if Fox News shares misinformation the most that the masses can do Mm -hmm. is like go after the advertisers and say we're boycotting kellogg's or cheerios or whatever the fuck right um if you don't amend this or take down you know like like that's sort of how the censorship works is like Mm -hmm. by populace like by like a push from viewers so yeah it does create like a different right system than the movies have you know because movies are rated and slightly Mm -hmm. different you kind of Go by choice as opposed to like the argument that you're watching television and therefore accosted by, like, yes, seeing, you know, it's in your living room. I think that's mm-hmm. always been kind of the argument behind it. Um, right.
1: well, that's why we do have ratings now on TV, you know, yes, like you yeah. know, MA for like language, sex, and violence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Always my favorite shows have that. <laughs> um, <laughs> they better, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexual, <laughs> i to, to pick sexual situations, you know, nudity. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm in for this ride. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's basically because I mean they would at the back of the day they would love to say it was because of like morality, but it was actually because broadcasters were motivated by like a the, an economic reason to like yeah. maximize which profits. was yeah.
0: prompted by morality um, in the viewer po- you know like yes. among viewers yeah
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: should I jump through a couple like key
1: moments in yes. history or were you about to do the same
0: no I mean let's do it where are we going to okay. start
1: curious to know what you're going to start. I'm
0: going to start in 1952.
1: Love that. Okay, let's go.
0: Lucy is pregnant. Lucy Uh gets knocked up. IRL. Mm -hmm. And therefore on the show. But they didn't even, like, call it. Like, (laughs) they couldn't use the word pregnant. (laughs) Instead, the show uses phrases that are, like, equally informative, but less, Mm -hmm. like, supposedly sinful. Like, she's with child, having a baby, expecting. Like, could not say the word pregnant. Yes. So bizarre. She's married. What even is the issue? They
1: also... Couldn't even, they had to sleep in twin beds. They yes. could not share a bed. Yes. Yeah. So,
0: like, it was very, like, Lucy, I Love Lucy was the first show to depict where they had actually pushed the twin beds together, but they were still in separate beds. <laughs> um, Bewitched is the first show mm. to depict uh, two characters, an on-screen couple sharing a bed, like, right. in the same bed. A and married couple. A married couple sharing a bed. And it was justified because she was a witch. Right. <laughs>
1: So, of course,
0: they had, they were allowed like, to
1: jump around the rules. Loose you moral. Know? You know, they yeah. sort of, like, worked around it with that. Right. And that was in 1964.
0: Yes. So that, like, I Love Lucy, like, pregnancy issue was 1952. It right. was another... 12 years later.
1: Yeah. It's kind That's of funny to think about like in 1964 or like just now seeing people like share a bed on like primetime television. But like also there's like a sexual revolution happening with like the younger generation. <laughs> you yes. Know?
0: Or about. But to. it almost makes sense, yeah. you know, that those like there would be sort of a polar push in opposite yeah. directions. Right. Um, also important. We don't skip over Elvis's pelvis uh, 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 uh 1956. Don't you dare forget it. First appearance of the Ed Sullivan show, seen by 60 million people, but they, like, cut to close-ups of his face to avoid his, like, hip gyrations. Right. And then when he makes, like, by the time he makes his third appearance a year later in 1957, he's only shown from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Because the, his pelvis was so, I mean. I mean, it was wow. something. What a man.
0: What a man. It was really something. Um, 1959. Mm. advertisers rewrite history. This goes back to the thing you were talking about on the dramatic anthology series Playhouse 90, which I had not heard of prior to researching for this episode. An episode titled Judgment at Nuremberg has all references to gas chambers eliminated from its reenactment of the Nazi trials (laughs) because of the show's sensitive sponsor, the American Gas Association. Oh, my God. That's pure evil.
1: They're like, we don't want to be blamed for this. (laughs) Pure evil. Evil. Um,
0: 1967, we have uh the Smother Brothers comedy hour had a recurring skit about Goldie, a housewife with her own talk show called Share a Little Tea with Goldie. But the joke yeah. is that she's high and that it's marijuana tea oh sort of implication. Like Goldie had opening lines like hi and glad of it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <Okay>. um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good for Goldie.
0: 1970, Monty uh-huh. Python's Flying Circus uh, uh-huh. airs The Undertaker sketch in which an undertaker convinces a man that the best way to dispose of his deceased mother is to eat her with french fries, broccoli, and horseradish sauce. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC actually allows this to be shown, but only if the sketch <laughs> ends with the studio audience storming the stage in disgust. <laughs> so strange. I had no idea about that wow. piece of history. Me neither. Also, this one's one of my favorites. Um, in 1979, Miss Piggy's ultimate rejection, the Muppet Show, is banned from TV in Saudi Arabia oh. due to Miss Piggy's pigness because the Prophet Muhammad declared the flesh of swine an abomination, so merchandise bearing
1: her likeness is confiscated from shops and <gasps> destroyed. Oh, my God. Yes. Miss Piggy. I, yes. I mean... What a fucking icon. I mean, one of the greatest bimbos of all time, actually.
0: One of the greatest bimbos of all time. (laughs) Yeah, truly an icon, a groundbreaking bimbo. Yeah, okay. Um, Sorry, continue. And yeah, just an interesting sort of yeah, extension of like religious morality like yeah like she's a muppet like just seeing
1: a a, a puppet pig you yeah, know like i don't see <laughs> quite the correlation but and sure. purple eyeshadow <laughs> yes but iconic okay. purple
0: legendary purple like eye- eye- eyeshadow yeah um other notables i mentioned lady chatterley's lover yes. nypd blue was yes. also
1: i was reading this too i had no idea
0: Yeah, I actually weirdly remembered it. Like, weirdly, I remembered from childhood that it was, like, a thing that we, like, saw. Was it It Jimmy Smith's ass?
1: Like, whose ass did we see?
0: I don't know, (laughs) but it was
1: bad. They were, like, they were one of the first shows to ever show, like, nudity Mm -hmm. um, and, like, backside nudity. Um, uh, And it prompted, like, they got a fine from it, from the SEC.
0: They got a fine the American Family Association paid to take out full-page ads (laughs) announcing it. right. But they right. just, like,
1: persevered. <laughs> and this was in the 90s. And it was on ABC, you know? Yeah. Like, this was shocking.
0: But I think they were, like, getting crazy numbers. You I know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. It was worth it. Right. Um, Tipping the Velvet is another BBC show I Been hadn't sure. heard of. Uh, oh, yeah, based
1: on the book, yeah.
0: B- also BBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lesbian sex scenes, also mm-hmm. featuring female orgasms. Again, unseating Tony as the first. Right. Um... And also, yeah,
1: we, we can't forget the 1998, the debut What's of
0: 1998 Sex in the City on HBO. Oh, but of course, yes, you know? incredibly groundbreaking show. Yes, I mean, it I was, talked about it in a prior episode and how I was right. disappointed in this round of it because right, it the actually first felt was, like less uh progressive. Oh my god, proportionate yeah, proportionate to society. I mean, it was very like woke but that mm-hmm. was actually like it was too woke and not mm-hmm. enough accurate whatever i'm not gonna talk shit about right. sex in the city forever yeah. um,
1: it was a groundbreaking show and because it was yes. on hbo they were allowed to get away with did a lot a lot yeah. of stuff you know Other they didn't have to, shows yeah, yeah hbo sorry. was i think in itself like really groundbreaking because it was cable uh, like right
0: queer as folk um, oh my word
1: yes. uh-huh very hbo showtime cinemax yeah all mm-hmm. those things yeah yes Last thing I'll actually note mm-hmm. uh, on this, like,
0: censorship list, I didn't kn- know about—I mean, I obviously knew about this event, but I didn't know the fallout. So, mm-hmm. 2004, <laughs> the header CNN gave this is nipples by the number. Oh. <laughs> this refers to Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction during the Super Bowl. Yes. Amount of time the nipple spent on air— 1.01 seconds. We actually timed it, they said. Wow. FCC fines levied on CBS, $550,000. Cost to the NFL and sponsor refunds, $10 million. Ooh, wow. Ranking among 2004 internet searches, number one. But that's also like literally like the third year we had. You know what I mean? Like the internet yeah. is so young then. Um, ranking in TiVo's most rewound moments, one. One. Number of American complaints to network, more than 500,000. Number of comedian, (laughs) this number is ridiculous. Number of Canadian complaints,
1: (laughs) about 50. (laughs) Wow, okay. Well, because that's how it works. I didn't know that. But, like, you you can file complaints with the FCC if you watch something, you know?
0: Ugh, God don't tell the people that I'm oh, sorry I know <laughs> No our
1: audience you know, yeah, They, they can don't give a shit that They yeah. did not see enough dick yeah. That's fair <laughs> um, I also really want to I want to talk about Two um, uh, Groundbreaking women um, mm-hmm. In like TV and sex I, uh, I just want to say I want to give a shout out To Maggie Gyllenhaal Because She really does For the deuce, for the yeah. deuce. Um, to show, like, a re Because she, you know, played a sex worker and there was lots of, like, fake orgasms, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. she wanted... She really fought with the showrunner to, Performative like, sex. Yeah, yeah, to show what a real orgasm looks like and then to kind of compare it with, like, the performative sex that, that her character is having and all the other characters are having mm-hmm. um, with transactional sex. And I think that Love she's that. really smart. I um, also, I want to talk about Rachel Bloom because oh. she... uh on one of the episodes of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it was one of the first times that a network TV show explained the use of the clitoris. Wow, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and the network tried to stop it um, because it was, like, outside of, like, it was, um, you know, it, they had to abide by FCC guidelines. And she was like, that's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, and she, she was just always very outspoken about, like, sex on TV. I mean, she had this great tweet that I remember in, like, 2018 that she basically was like she said if i see one more tv show movie where a woman comes easily from penetration without having to touch her clit i don't know what i'm going to do because i'm on a broadcast network where i can't show any of that so i can't necessarily rectify the situation but fuck i'm angry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so um, we should have her on the pot i know we really should what are uh, we even doing yeah wow. but i just i think that she was in, that show was great and um yeah. I loved that she was always like outspoken about how like, you know, what like the pains that it goes through like to be a woman to like get ready for a date. Yeah, or, like, yeah, you the, know. the
0: sexy getting ready song yes, is that what it's I'll, called. Yes. yes, so good. Iconic pivotal moment. I have one last um benchmark in history. Oh yes, yes. Which is the first um national program programming that featured Frontal female nudity on television. Mm-hmm. You'll never guess. And what? this is by way of Wikipedia. It was the public broadcasting service. Oh PBS in nineteen seventy-five, with a rerun of nineteen eighty-six, the PBS National Geographic Special, Man the Incredible Machine, looked into parts of the human body
1: mm-hmm. and included
0: in its opening scenes a fully nude woman in an artist's model pose. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I also like just Googled like I had to do I want to do a little research about the FCC guidelines because I was uh, curious, you know, wanted to yeah. know what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so federal law prohibits obscene, indecent and profane content from being broadcast on the radio or TV. But determining what is obscene, indecent or profane is <laughs> you know, a little subjective. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it all kind of goes back to like that Supreme Court's 1964 case on obscenity and pornography um, where that idiot was like, I know it when I see it. Um. Uh, so basically, it just means like if it has if it doesn't have any artistic integrity, <laughs> then it's, you know, like that's basically yeah, what it means. Um, pretty impossible line to draw. I think. Right. So obscene, there's obscene, indecent and profane. Obscene content has no protection by the First Amendment and for content to be ruled obscene, it must meet a three prong test. Um, which was established by the Supreme Court in that ca- in that case, it's like it must appeal to an average person's prurient interest, uh, uh, depict or describe sexual conduct in a patently offensive way, and it must be taken as a whole lack serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Okay, um, I mean so- I see how they
0: came up with those rules and. Yeah. Yeah, I guess what's wild about it is right. like those—it's a moving target, you yeah.
1: know. Right. Like if it—if it lasts if it which lacks is any- like
0: sort of worked to our advantage. It's like why shows have like pushed the envelope and been mm-hmm. like, "This is no longer offensive" because society has evolved. Right. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I imagine it hinges like patently offensive, and I'm like, mm-hmm. to who? You yeah. Right? Like, like who that, are you talking? That to? is a incredibly subjective thing to try yeah. to address. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the more society progresses and becomes, <laughs> you know, more sex positive, like the right. less
1: offended we are. What um, are you laughing in, at over there? <laughs> just because it patently offensive is used again in, in, in what indecent is. Um, so, indecent content portrays sexual or exre- ex- excretory organs or activities in a way that is patently offensive <laughs> but does not meet the three pronged test for obscenity. And profane content includes grossly offensive language that is considered a public nuisance. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Yeah, so you can't break any of those rules. (laughs) Great. Great. Um, But uh, should we do the... We're going to do a little something different for the showdown.
0: Yes, and we did a similar thing with the movie sex scenes episodes. These are specially formatted episodes because they're not about porn. Right. Um, We gathered favorite sex scenes from Mm -hmm. you, our lovely listeners and followers on social... Uh-huh. And I have so many. So I have a lot too. And I almost a lot feel of these... like there's like big ones we should just like pop out of the way that yes. like everyone knows, like Game of Thrones, Bridgerton. I was just going to say Bridgerton. We already talked about Sex in the City. Yeah. Um, Boardwalk Empire,
1: mm-hmm.
0: True Blood. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about, I was about gonna, that. I was like, empires. if Rachel doesn't talk about True Blood, like who right. even. And is actually,
1: she? you know, for the videos, for the scenes that we're going to talk about, I'm actually shocked that I didn't pick a True Blood scene. Yeah, but there was there's so many, but there I just these the three scenes that I picked were were more significant to me. But yeah, there's so many great sex scenes in True Blood, and and they it runs the gamut of like romance to like extremely violent, you know, and like hate mm-hmm. sex. Um, yeah. yeah, like in one scene, Bill like twists fucking Lorena's head around while he fucks her, and it was broke the the internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, what else you got? Getting a little more nitty-gritty. mm mm-hmm. uh, Pose. Pray oh. and Ricky are the characters. Billy Porter and uh, Dillon Burnside.
1: Yes. That was huge. It was the first yeah. time we saw two black gay men have sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was... Very important. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. show in general was very groundbreaking and it's a great show. Yeah. So everyone should watch it. It's, like, really yeah. fun.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. What you
1: got? Um... Okay, uh, Varsity Blues TV show had great sex scenes. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I didn't oh, know I didn't, that didn't, one. Didn't know that, so, yeah. So, um, I've
0: got Sex Education. That oh, almost yeah. made my top list. There's some really? really great sex scenes in that and just yeah. general discussion of sex. I think yeah. that is genuinely a great sexual... Mm-hmm resource, that yes. all said, by one issue, and I've talked about it before on the show, is oh, yeah. when Jillian Anderson pulls the clit. She has like a vulva oh, yeah.
1: model, diagram. essentially, yeah. like a 3D yeah.
0: diagram. And she's talking about the clitoris, and she pulls it out like a button, like it's like its own dedicated piece. And I was like, uh-oh, there's a whole system in there that that like, model apparently doesn't account for. Yeah. And we're perpetuating the myth that the clit begins and ends at the glands, at the tiny little button that we find externally. But there's more to it.
1: Okay, your turn. Um, The L word. So many good sex scenes in the L word. Yes, Um, yes. I mentioned the the L word in the prior, but yeah, love it. Specifically, Alice and Dana, Shane and Cherie, um, Mm. Helena and Dylan. um, Mm -hmm. Those are really good ones.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah very early and um pretty accurate depiction of sex stuff yeah yeah um easy in oh, particular someone uh, mentioned the threesome that. scene yeah yes. like really fu- i really do love the threesome scene especially in that one cuz it demonstrates the like playfulness and the fun and the like mm-hmm. oh when we got to go get the baby but like you can fool around like it, the like the logistical challenges of mm-hmm. like a couple having sex with A third, you know, I thought that was really fun. And I, that show is very hyper real. So I enjoyed their inclusion of that.
1: Um, Feel Good. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. I love that show.
0: I haven't watched that show yet, and I have no excuse because I'm actually friends with the producer. Oh my god, it's um, so good! And I had watched the pilot, and <laughs> we hung out. She, like, she's like, "I did that show feel good?" And I was like, "Oh, I watched that pilot." And she was like, "Glad we got you past the pilot." Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry, but I you know, do genuinely amazing. want to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's a great, a really show. good That's all show. I've heard. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, um, I need and, to yeah. watch it. Kind of like shows like lesbian sex in a. Um, in a, in a fun way, I mean, mm-hmm. and also just, like, dating, like, having, you know, falling in love with a woman, you know? hmm um, yeah. Oh, Carrie and Brody in uh, Homeland, their first sex scene in Homeland.
0: Oh, Yeah. I didn't
1: have that one on my list. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, The Good Wife
0: popped up a couple times for me. I watched one of the oh. specific scenes recommended and, and disagreed that it was that exciting. Like, it was a... <laughs> implied cunnilingus scene and it oh. sort of was like just the way they shot it was kind of clever but it also mm-hmm. just felt like a, a throwback to titanic with like a hand on a mirror it also featured uh mr big chris noth and oh, watching it now i'm like mm, you know no. um so <laughs> no thanks didn't um, quite get me but
1: yeah it was on the list um orange is the new black Yes. Yeah. Lots of great. Like so someone specifically them, like, said the one with Poussey who tries to scissor for the first time and doesn't like it.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, or is like, see, I told you like scissoring wasn't a thing. And I like oh, that because yeah. it was like acknowledging that tribbing and scissoring like exists in the community, but is also like overhyped mm-hmm. and like even lesbians themselves are like, right. Do we do this? You know, mm-hmm. are you is this your thing? You know, like I thought that was. Lovely and accurate. And also just Mm -hmm. a great episode. I love Samira in that episode. Yeah. Weeds.
1: Oh, weeds. Yes. Yes. I loved
0: weeds. Yes. Lots of fun sex scenes in weeds. Yes. Um, Also, like, I think it's literally the pilot or the second episode of the entire series where, like, very early on. Yeah. Where she's, like, trying to get off and Mm. can't. Yeah. And then, like, watches a video of her husband, husband like a home video yeah. like that yeah. like the show is not only like sexy but also like sensual and intimate and emotional yeah. in like a really smart way
1: yeah she Gen
0: had G. Cohan's all over
1: this list. <laughs> I <know. laughs> killing it there was a later on in this in the show there was like a really good sex scene with her and pablo schreider schreider mm. schneider pablo schreider schreiber schreiber Pavlich Schreiber,
0: Schreiber. Leah <laughs> Schreiber, yes, Leah Schreiber, 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 Schreiber. <laughs> is it a B or a V?
1: <laughs> it's impossible to know. We'll never know. Whatever that guy. <laughs> um, uh, what I had one more. What was I thinking of? Oh, um, sex life that show on yes. Netflix. People yes. really liked that. That
0: came up a bunch. I do think that I didn't watch. I haven't watched that show. Me I did watch a montage because it popped up a couple times. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it was like probably large based on the title, like largely designed to have like scintillating sex scenes. Right, um, right. I have two more. Okay, cool. Me too. One I also haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Um, Since Eight that came up a couple times. New oh, show. Oh yeah. People seem hype about the sex scenes on that show. Lots so of I think orgies. I have to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of
1: orgies in that. Yeah. Um, uh, and a uh, Mio Wachowski show. People really. um hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Tudors. Yes. Mm -hmm. I never got into the Tudors, but... I didn't either, but it has come up
0: in my, like, Pornhub travels. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Like, times when I've just, like, searched for sex scenes because that was the vibe I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Tudors has popped up. Yeah. They do some stuff. Right. Um, Last one for me, and I did Mm -hmm. make a point. I haven't watched this entire series, but I made a point to watch... This particular scene, because just yeah. reading about it, I was like, oh, I gotta see this. Yeah. Um, uh, special. Oh, sure. Featuring yes. the show star, Ryan O'Connor. O'Connor? O'Connell?
1: I think it's O'Connor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and Brian Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. specifically like a scene the character has cerebral palsy
1: mm-hmm. and
0: hires a sex worker to lose his virginity to and I think it's really it's just beautiful it's like done well it's like kind of silly like very matter of fact but also like sensitive like they're being very kind to each other and very generous like it's a really well done scene it like really it it demonstrates how crucial and wonderful like it can Mm. be to have sex workers available yeah um for certain needs yeah
1: now there are some big ones that we haven't mentioned, and can you guess why? It's because we're gonna talk about them. <laughs> They're our favorites, and we're gonna save them for after the break. You'll have to come back to find
0: out. Hey, folks! It's time to thank our lovely sponsors. I know, I know, ads on a podcast—how dare we? What are we living at? Our capitalism. Listen, sponsorship helps make the show possible, and full disclosure. This show is a far cry from a cash grab. It's hard to find advertisers that aren't scared of porn. So if you do hear us talk about something you might like or that genuinely might be of use to you, definitely snag that discount code because it keeps those sponsors working with us. And that makes it possible for us to compensate ourselves for all the time and love we pour into this show. Worth mentioning that we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash girls on porn, if you want another way to express your support. Great news for anyone who is looking to find a little extra free time and who, like me, might be feeling wildly overwhelmed by life right now. Would it be nice to skip the meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, and cleaning up and get Factors fresh, never-frozen meals delivered to your door? They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved for nutritional value. Plus, Factor has their protein plus and keto options for anyone who wants those kinds of diet-specific options. And if you're like me, you probably think about the environmental implications of having food delivered. With Factor, you can rest assured that you're making a more sustainable choice— Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and uses 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. In addition to -to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you energized during chaotic times. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Hold on, get ready for it. We've got that big fat discount coming for you. Head to factormeals.com slash GOP50 and use code GOP50 to get 50% off. That's code GOP50 at factormeals.com slash GOP50 to get 50% off.
1: If you thought we were going to do an episode on TV sex scenes and not talk about normal people or Outlander, you're out of your mind. (laughs) First of all, let me just say that coming out the gate.
0: So you would like to start
1: then? Yes. Um, Yeah. I mean, Outlander was one of the biggest ones that everyone responded to when I asked that question on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, a very—it's it's hugely popular for stars. It's, like, one of the reasons, like, people like that and, like, power are, like, the things that are, like, keeping stars alive. Yeah. Um, and it was a really massive book series before, um, and now the TV show has just been—become even more popular because it's, like, softcore porn, you know? Like, it yeah. is the Fifty Shades of Grey on television. It's porn
0: for moms. Yeah. Who's, raise your hand if your mom watches Outlander. I mean, everyone's Here hand is. should be raised. Um, yes
1: um, yeah it was and no shade
0: to those moms either like no not at all
1: yeah. it, this was a big show for many reasons it came out in, in 2014 and um i mean all of there's so much sex in the show but it doesn't and, and it starts even in the first episode like we know that like sex is a part of this this woman's life like she's older she's married and like her husband goes down on her like while they're like Mm -hmm. visiting a castle you know (laughs) so like we get that this person this woman is like a sexual woman and this is like in the fucking 40s um but the specific scene I want to talk about is later on when she gets married to Jamie and it's like season one, episode seven. It's their wedding night and it's like mm-hmm. the consummation of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And the first time they have sex, it like is kind of fumbly and weird and a little like awkward and he like comes really quickly. And um, but then like, you know, he's like, well, did, was it, did you like it? <laughs> and Ellen, she's like a little quiet. And and then they had sex again and this was huge because this was like the first time we got like the female gaze, you know. Yeah, this was yeah. like this was 2014. We fully objectified this man, yeah. and it was massive. Like she literally, she tells him to get up and like take off his clothes, you know. And mm-hmm. we just like got to gaze upon this person's body. Yeah, and normally and she she gets
0: to have that agency, gets to be in control, like exactly. that is a yeah, unique like, thing, and especially like depicting
1: that in a period. Piece, right? Is kind of a like her sexuality is in no way shamed at all. Mm -hmm. Like she is a sexual person, and it's like, uh, it's like a, it's a, it's a valuable part of her. You know, it's not like demonized. It's not like oh, she's a bad person because she's horny. You know. Mm Um, and I also think that it handles the idea of like this kind of like dubious consent of like the wedding night consummation like I think it handles it really well and mm. um, you know it's not like forced or, or like you know like the first time it goes badly and then they do it again because she's like no like sex can be really great yeah <laughs> when you say um, dubious consent you mean like because they're, get, they're married it's implied yes. that they must um, yes because and, this is yeah. sorry they're like back in time during yes this. <laughs> if you don't know <laughs> we've the, jumped the deeper than the 40s yeah. <laughs> yes yes you don't know the concept of outlander they go back in time um and we get this amazing shot of his ass like she like makes him get naked and she kind of like walks around him and like inspects him and like what you normally would see happen to a woman Mm-hmm. But instead it's happening to like this big hunky man. And like he's the virgin in the scenario,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and she's yeah, like, we've tracing... introduced her as like sexually prolific already. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, she's like tracing her fingers like on his butt cheeks. And it's like, uh, it's just like, it's also so romantic. And that's, I think, another reason that people love the sex on the show mm-hmm. is that it's it's passionate. It's, passionate. it's yeah. incredibly passionate. These people love each other. And it's very heated, and it can be definitely like a little like, uh, you know, like flowery and like candles. But yeah, sometimes it's like really realistic curtains slowing like through the window, right? Like having sex on haystacks, kinds right. of things. There yeah. definitely are times where it's like rushed, and they're like, "I just want to fuck you," you know, and they're like, "Fuck outside," yeah. because that's just what they do. Um, <laughs> but this, and specifically this wedding scene, um, she like you know he, she's like starting to like get close to orgasm and he's like am i hurting you like i've never heard you make like sounds he like sounds, that yeah. you know and she's like no like you're not going to hurt me and then <laughs> she kind of flips the script and then she like you know goes on top of him and starts to like kind of introduce like biting in a way that like kind of showing that like even a little bit of pain is is yeah. nice is a good thing yeah good. exactly And then and then she goes down on him and we get like a close up shot of his face while he's like experiencing like a blowjob for the first time. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of like this wondrous like face of like euphoria, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he like comes really hard and he was like, I thought my heart was going to burst. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's really great. It's a great show. There's really great sex on it. Um, I think it's really smart about like
0: depicting the way women want to see sex, you know, yes, which is to yes. say that it's like it's got these beautiful, quote unquote, romantic settings. It's mm-hmm. like period. It's it's like heightened and stylized mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but it's also like passionate and rough. Yes, and like yeah. the scenarios justify like mm-hmm. more intense sex as opposed to like gentle, flowery. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, whatever, whatever else people think women want to watch. yes, Yeah. yeah. You
1: know, I just, I, I will say it's like a little bit more realistic. I feel like some of the sex, like, I don't know, there's one point where he's like, I want to watch you come. And he just like fingers her, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, whereas I suppose, I don't know, I feel like Bridgerton, which also is like period and like within the, has like a really strong relationship, which as we know, like that's most women are, like, looking for, like, sex scenes that have, like, a strong relationship there. Like, there's, like, a good di- dynamic between the two people. Or, like, strong tension. Even yes. Even if it's not, like, yes, oh, exactly. we have a
0: solid... Because I think Bridgerton toys with the, like, do they really love each other thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, that aching is, like, what makes it yeah passionate. But finish what you're going to say, because I bet I'm going to say a similar thing.
1: <laughs> I just didn't like the way the sex looked on Bridgerton. It was just kind of, like, fast, furious fucking... With like nothing else, there, yeah. I rewatched you know? one or
0: two of the Bridgerton sex scenes for this episode and was a little bit like, right, right, right. This is what I didn't.
1: It just love. kind of went, like jackhammering. Like, yeah. Well, they <laughs> sort
0: of just like implied that maybe more was happening, but it wasn't really that big of a step forward beyond.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: penetrative sex feels amazing. Like when she loses her virginity. Yeah. It's not awkward or difficult. It's like yeah. him like just speeding up and her mm-hmm. being like. Oh, wow, and, like, maybe she has an orgasm. I'm like, no, she didn't. Like, yeah. is his hand on her clit? Like, do we know? Like, none of it's really, right. like, groundbreaking in that way. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, he picks her up and takes her to the bed. And, like, exactly. that's not enough for me. Like, yeah, I agree I was like, that's that, not- like, the, sex was- the, the way they built the, like, poppy romance of Bridgerton was fun, but it mm-hmm. wasn't revelatory, Exactly, what I'll say. Yeah. Agreed. All right, okay. you go. I'm going to come out, since you already brought it up, yeah. Swing in yeah. with normal people. Uh. Uh. And I am not going to talk about a one specific scene exclusively, but the show mm-hmm. as a whole, because part of what it does so well is show the evolution of a sexual relationship between yes. two people. Like we see this incredibly charged, but also awkward, fumbling,
1: mm-hmm. nervous
0: like, the first time they have sex, oh, we see the, that they... It's so good, like... Yeah, it's it's still super hot because we, like, desperately want these people to fuck and we can see that there's, like, immense tension between them, but it's not, like, elegant. It's, like, mm-hmm. breathy and awkward and, like, I feel like the shout-out on this show goes as much to, like, lighting and mm-hmm. um, cinematography as it does to sound. Like,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: way that, like, breath works in the show it's just like so
1: mm-hmm.
0: subtle and effective you mm-hmm. know like it just feel like That's you are really like there here. with them yeah. um and yeah and then the show like evolves we see how oh no i'm forgetting the character's name but like how the female protagonist's relationship with sex evolves and how yeah. she gets into rougher sex and we see kind of why and her navigating Marianne. it and i will say that like the only thing that bumped me about the sexiness mm. is is that the BDSM yeah Wasn't as well depicted as other sex Mm -hmm. scenes um, in terms of like, like it wasn't great consent. It wasn't Mm -mm. as thoroughly like I wanted if she was going to get into BDSM, I wanted to see her with a really good Dom. And I don't think we really got that we kind of got a problematic Dom who was like. And also, like, too- why they make
1: him a person of color. Like, that just seems, like, a yeah, little offensive. Yeah, we actually talked about that yeah. with a guest
0: on another episode that, like, in the book, and I haven't read the book, but I believe in the book, it's, like, a Nordic character. Yeah. Or, like, some, It's, like, not—it's it's someone who's, like, of a different nationality but yeah. still white, and they made that character a character of color— in the T V series Which and... would be
1: fine if he wasn't the person who hit her. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. You, you like know. as much as I'm up for like adapting characters uh as writers see fit, it's like, oh, that's our main guy. Like yeah. our, ma- our most notable character of color is like a kind of problematic yeah. Dom who doesn't know quite how to handle his like BDSM life and who's and doing things that are interpreted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um not the best. Not yeah. the best. But Otherwise, the sex scenes in this Mm -hmm. are just so hot and Mm -hmm. the chemistry, like, I genuinely don't know how you achieve, like, that that level of chemistry on screen without just getting lucky.
1: The scene of her losing her virginity, too, is, like, first of all, it's, like, so long. It's, like, five minutes long. Yeah. And it's really hot and it's steamy because there's also, like, such good communication happening. Like, Mm -hmm. he's, like... Is this your first time? And she's like, "Yeah." Is that okay? And he was like, "Yeah, but you know, like, he, he, we can stop whenever you want. Like, you can. It mm-hmm. doesn't. have, to, It won't be awkward or anything. Like, whatever. Yeah. If it if, if it hurts, if you want to stop, it can. We can mm-hmm. stop. You know. Yeah. yeah. And She was like, "I'm not gonna want to stop." But and even like before that, when she's like, "Do you have a condom?" And he's like, "Yeah." Is, is that what you want? Like, he's like checking in. Like, it just was a yes. great, like, yeah. this, the
0: the
1: the care that like both of them had for each other. Um, mm-hmm. Is, is so important to see in, in any sex, but, like, especially on, like, the small screen, you know, to, like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. consent, Bravo. like, th- them depicting can- consent so well in those scenes. I think it's purposeful to, like, show why this person has, like, remained in her life and how mm-hmm. this person, like, how these people are so significant to each other. Yeah. um But, you know, we don't... Mm-hmm. I don't know. it's It just sucks that, like... BDSM or like, quote unquote, deviant sex is specifically depicted yeah. in a more difficult way uh, or more problematic way, I should say. Yeah. Because I wondered if like, is there a way to show a successful form of BDSM than yeah. a partner that's not so great at it? And then what does that do to someone? Because that's that's real life for sure. Yeah. But it felt like that kind of sex was sort of pegged into a corner. Yeah. But my God, the scenes they do right. They re- they do really, really right. That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, so next up for me is the girlfriend experience
0: from Stars. Mm-hmm. I
1: loved this show. Um, yeah, I mean season one and season two. I actually never watched season three, but season one. Both seasons have so much sex, but season one focuses on Riley Keo Kioff. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is basically... I mean, it's it's about her... She's someone who likes sex. She loves to have sex. Mm-hmm. And she saw an opportunity. Her friend was a high-end escort. And she was like, yeah, I think I can fucking do this. Um, there's so many good sex scenes in it because it kind of shows it in, like, a non... In a, not, like, clinical way, but, like, in a very objective way. Like, there's no sort of, like, romance. It's kind of cold. The whole series mm-hmm. is very, like, cold and removed. Um, and it just kind of shows, like, the, the like... <laughs> yeah, like the the transactional sex mm-hmm. in a way, and also shows like her having her own pleasure in a um, at times too, and like the differences between those. Yeah, scenes.
0: in a context where you wouldn't necessarily see mm-hmm. or expect that, and the yeah. distinction is really yeah. smart, I think too.
1: The fir- the scene that I really loved that blew my mind. This came out in 2016, and this was the first time I ever like discovered like cuckolding. It was it's the final episode of the season, um, and. It was it, it, like she's she gets hired to, to fulfill this like fantasy and it's like her and this other male escort, they're at this guy's apartment. And there's very clear like rules set up that we like learn like the escort like kind of looks at, at the guy and he's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And um and like it's it's it just showed role playing in a way that was that made it just look like normal you know like this is fun and 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 easy to do it doesn't have to be such a big deal and the the moment when she's getting fucked by the male escort and like she's like making sustained eye contact with the with the guy who's like paying for the fantasy Mm -hmm. it was so hot to me i like jerked off to that scene so many times because it was like really it was eye-opening for me and for like that specific kink in a way I had never heard of it before and it really turned me on um yeah yeah and then and then uh I liked that it was like you know Christine the character like came and swinging was like really prepared for this and this other male escort was like kind of like needed a minute you know yeah um I liked to see that dynamic um and also again communication like she's like do you need a second like you know like yeah okay? and again you know? like just a going back to
0: special, going back to normal mm-hmm. people, like, all of the things we talk about on the show, like, just seeing an accurate depiction or um, yeah. healthy, nuanced depiction of uh, sex work and just, like, yeah. interactions between, like, transactional exactly. interactions, I yeah. think is really compelling. And when it's yeah. well done, it's just, like, yeah. it's a relief. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then
1: and then at the end, like, you know, like, the guy leaves or whatever and the guy, um, the guy who's paying for the fantasy is like, I want to taste you. And she's like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. And then we cut to... Everyone's gone, it's just her, and she's jerking off alone. Yeah. So hot. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I will say that, like, it goes like it's a specific kind of character, you know, who mm-hmm. like loves sex. Like, I think the danger there is like every sex worker is constantly masturbating. They love sex so much, they gotta mm-hmm. keep going. But, like, yeah. no, they're, um,
1: we don't see her come, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I just yeah. mean that, like, yeah you hear from sex workers a lot that they're like, we're not necessarily like that much hornier than you. This Mm -hmm. just happens to be our job. And some of us love having sex all the time, all the time. And some of us like get off the job and don't want to do the job, you know? And and that varies from person to person. So I guess that's, I just felt like that was worth saying, but I still like the way it's depicted in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one for me. Yeah. Looking
1: 2014.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Tons of great sex in the show. Specifically, I'm going to talk about the scene between Patrick and Kevin, the characters played by Jonathan Groff and Russell Tovey, having sex for the first time. Um, like, I actually, I was already thinking about this scene and, like, realizing what it did for me when I put mm-hmm. my ask out on Instagram and Frankie Alvarez, who's on the show and also has some great um iJiz, HIV, fear, sex scene stuff that we (laughs) talked about brought up like how significant this sex scene was for the viewing audience and how many people were like, wait a minute, gay men having sex and missionary position. And I have to confess that I consider myself a more evolved viewer than the typical person. But even I like watched that scene and was like struck by it. Mmm. Because, of course, I'd, like, consider different gay sex positions, but it's so rare to see anything other than, like, broke back Mountain, like, spit in your hand, fuck like animals. Oh, doggy style. Doggy style yeah, from yeah. behind. Um, uh-huh. And also in that particular scene, there's a great moment of consent, you know, where, like, hmm. these, it's a fraught relationship, it's charged, blah, blah, blah. They decide, like, they start to fool around and... It just acknowledges a little bit the, like, difficulty of anal sex and is like, are you sure you want to do this? That the, like, Mm -hmm. entry itself is a challenge, but that we see Jonathan Gross' character, like, very heartily consent. And then we continue Mm -hmm. to see these characters have, like very intimate loving face-to-face sex like throughout yes. the series i mean multiple positions it's not that i mean you <laughs> yeah. know if we're not coming on the show to be like the only kind of sex that's face-to-face that's good but yeah. like <laughs> but just seeing that between gay characters consistently yeah um really like really mm-hmm. groundbreaking you know like yeah. really important and we're talking 2014 mm-hmm. so right wild nice
1: I'm gonna actually take it back to 2000. Okay, and I'm gonna talk about the first time that we ever saw gay sex on American television. I'm ready. Yeah, so this was que- Queer as Folk. Mm-hmm. Um, the first season one episode one, the, the the premiere, the pilot. Um, this was huge. Yeah, massively groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, I mean, it was it was groundbreaking for many things, but it was the first time that an American TV show was centered around like the lives, the ups and downs. Mm-hmm the sex that yes, every day life like, around literally like queer people. centric
0: and queer focused. Yeah. And also yeah. wild to think about like the gap between queer as folk and looking and like, yeah. sticking the L word in there. Like mm-hmm. so few, like actually iconic
1: gay yeah. shows that depict accurate gay sex, you know? But yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I was obsessed with the show. I borrowed it. I brought all the DVDs for my friend Kirk in high school <laughs> and I just like Was consumed them so I was like it just was the sex in general was really hot to me especially between like Brian and Justin but also like the the lesbian um, characters Mm -hmm. that was also really hot to me too Um, and it was the first time we saw like you know they pull out a condom they pull out lube you know like we get rimming and this is in the first episode it it was like shocking Mm -hmm. um and, you know, it's like like legs up behind the fucking b- behind shoulders mm-hmm. and like a mix of pain and, and and pleasure. Um, and again, like sex- sexualizing men, because like before that, we never really saw like we got like two dimensional gay best friends mm-hmm. or dead bodies or like like asexual will from will and grace you know what i mean yes, Like yeah 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 like a sort of neutered version s- of our gay yes. friend who's like
0: dating but we don't have to really look at it you know and like mm-hmm. i do want to give props to a show like will and grace for like putting oh, yeah, gay sure. characters on broadcast television but as yeah, we learned huge. with our massive fcc and like censorship and like advertisement review yeah. earlier in the show mm-hmm. only so much you can actually do between those characters right. you know right they're more just but like, like entertaining people that we had to like Mm -hmm. humanize um as opposed to you know depict in in full 3d right
1: they just said there's like another a lot further along in in season one there's like this really long like Sex scene between like Brian and Justin where they're like fucking to Sigaros and it's like really like emotional and beautiful mm. and I like I just like it. It has a very like special place in my heart. This TV show it really like made a made a big big impact on me at a, at a, such a young age. I have to watch it in um, full. I've never watched the oh whole my thing. God. I gotta do it's it. It's so good and especially seeing someone like Brian's character who was a gay man and he was like very masculine you mm-hmm. know and he was hypersexual and could get what he wanted and like lived with like no rules no regrets mm. you know no apologies and um you know probably a narcissist but i was still like i was like i want to have sex with him and also be him <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it
0: was yeah i left the show yeah yeah okay last one for me mhm insecure Ugh, I don't have a particular I mean, scene for this. Um, there's so many there, good ones. There's so many. It's 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 the entire depiction of like mm-hmm. real life sex. Like I feel yeah. like, of course, I need to acknowledge this is very important. Like depiction of like black sex, and yes, if we're gonna shout out. Um, If we're going to shout out the like sound uh team Mm -hmm. on normal people i want to shout out the cinematography and lighting on insecure because they did like truly (sighs) groundbreaking things um and also like it like it's it's a representation of like black people having sex but i also feel like it's a representation of entire generation having sex that like yes yes the fact that Issa just like sometimes whips out a vibrator or that she can mm-hmm. have like incredible sex with someone who isn't necessarily conventionally attractive in the way the yes. person she's getting over is. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, like I, like the it TSA just, the TSA guy. Yes. 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 Like I, I love uh, that. And I think the uh-huh. way they shots, like there's so many aerial shots in this show mm-hmm. that are like really stunning and beautiful. Yeah. And the sex is like thrilling and athletic, but always feels like grounded and real. Yeah. Um, as opposed to some kind of like superhuman depiction of sex or right. su- or like sex for sex's sake. It's always like tied uh-huh. to the story in a really potent way. And it's just all different kinds, too. You yeah,
1: know? I want to there's two scenes that really come to mind for me from Insecure. And the first one is when she has sex with Daniel the first time. and yeah. she's on Lawrence. Mm hmm. The way that that's shot, like you mentioned the lighting, it's like it's in the studio and there's this amazing blue light yeah. on their bodies. And also, like, again, we kind of get like the objectification of a man, like we get the female gaze mm-hmm. because it's not like Isa's tits and her butt that we're like focusing on. We're focusing on like Daniel's, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's his fucking Hot ass, yeah, like pumping into her, yeah, in this gorgeous blue light, and I was like, yeah, it was just it, it was a beautiful scene, and also like super, super sexy, super steamy, yeah, and then and then to kind of contrast that, there's like this another like really heartbreaking moment when they have like closure sex, mm-hmm. Lawrence and Isa, like when he moves out, yeah, and again it's like on a couch, like, just, like super fast, super quick, mm-hmm. and like it's like a mix of like hate and sex and yeah, yeah again, it wasn't just like sex I think, for sex's yeah, sake. I think you know?
0: the show like does really good like emotionally charged mm-hmm. sex yes. that like you could put on the wall of a museum. Like it's so yeah. well shot and so beautifully depicted but still feels yeah. real and grounded right. and somehow accurate as opposed to yeah. like too heightened, you know? Like, it yeah. really walks that line really well, where, like, I aspire to have the kind of sex that you see on Insecure.
1: Yeah, fuck um, yeah. But
0: also see myself, like, you know, like, feel mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I've had that sex, you know? Yeah. Um, I wish I had better lighting for most of mine, but that's right. really the main distinction, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> wow. Well, I mean needless to say these are all every single one yeah well
0: that's I mean that's how we chose them this episode (laughs) don't you worry Um, and we
1: hope that um, if you weren't familiar with these that you'll give them a look and and yeah hopefully we like
0: diversified your library of TV to check out because I certainly have like a few shows I need to watch that I've been putting off for too long what a what a great thing I love I love a fucking sex scene you know me
1: too me too yeah
0: Well, thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram at Girls on Porn. That's porn without the O. Also on TikTok at Girls on Porn. You can find us at our website, girlsonporn.com, on Twitter at GOP the podcast, and on Patreon, patreon.com slash Porn.
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Um, and if you are feeling cheeky, give us a little five star review. It really means a lot. We'd really appreciate it. We love you.
0: This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually any good.
1: That was a headgum podcast.